0: Win golf, but I'm still it, like I'm filmic with a still stick, flipping birdies real quick For the music, get the meal quick, to the table, get your film again, remember how to feel Shit, take a real hit to the ego, pop a pill, sip, no placebo, now that's real shit you said you bleeped for Make you real sick, play the people, now that hell shit becoming lethal Hey, see I've been falling back, watch a game from a distance, nosebleeds, ODs from the children uh, No fees, cold fee when it's finished, uh, no peace in the street
1: What's up, y'all? We are back for Season 3. Yes, sir! And it's a different episode for you guys. We're, we're both here in person.
0: I know, in the same room. In the same room. It's no not, no split, screen, not split screen, none of that shit.
1: None of, none of that shit. So, we are back, Season 3. We were on a hiatus for a while, you know. So, we decided, you know, this season we wanted to do a lot of stuff differently. Uh, we felt like Season 2 went well, for sure. But... Um, we just wanted to have a different feel, environment, you know, and try to connect with a different group of people who might be uh, not into the very longer, great podcasts or, you know, the split screen type stuff. So we're trying to do some different stuff. We're actually live from Chicago.
0: Yeah, so, of course, it's AB's birthday. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we had to come out here to Chicago and celebrate. Um it was a planned trip and we we're super excited about it. And we're this day one, so we're recording it now. So, of course, we can get this uh, episode out to you guys as soon as possible. Like we said, no more split screen, at least for this episode. Of course, it's going to be kind of hard when we live in two different cities him living in Panama City, me living in Houston. Um, however, we're going to try to cut it down to 30 minutes, you know, get more people to view it, get more eyes on it, uh, have more people engaged. So we're super thrilled about that. Kind of gets you guys to actually want to watch it more since it's only 30 minutes. You don't have to wait a whole hour, hour and 10 minutes. Sometimes we even go even further than that. So fingers crossed, this will be hopefully the longest episode, of course, because we got so much shit to talk about. I mean, we went on hiatus for like what, like two and a half three months three months it's just about, it about yeah so we got a lot of shit to talk about man we're super excited so uh of course first things first 2021 came to an end mm-hmm. how was your 2021 ending
1: i was pretty good um i didn't really do much i went home for the holidays and I hung out with family. Uh, I hope everyone was able to do that, or if you weren't, at least able to hang out with friends or whatever, with the nature. But I went home, I uh, was with family and friends, I went out on Christmas, or excuse me, New Year's Eve, but I actually ended up getting COVID after that. So mm-hmm. I was down bad after I came <laughs> back, I was down real bad. But I got through it, You know, this, we talked about the vaccine and you know, it really did help me. Um, I wasn't sick for super long. So that's the real good positive part about it. I know there's a lot of people who are, you know, on the fence or whatever, don't agree with it. But, um, yeah, it helped me. I, I feel like it did its job, right? So, um, but then after that, uh, Thanksgiving was good too. Um, once again, i out with more family. But, yeah, I just really took advantage of this year because last year I was just in Florida by myself I had just moved there recently, so I didn't go back home, and Mm -hmm. COVID was still in full swing. So I didn't end up going back home, actually, at all for um, last 2020 holiday season. So this year, I really wanted to take advantage of the holiday season, actually hang out with friends and family, and just get away from, you know, the hustle and bustle of work. So that was mine. How about yours?
0: So for me... I totally took a, a back step. Last year, I decided to, you know, do the whole Thanksgiving dinner by myself. Yes, I cooked the whole thing. Majority of, I would say about 90% of the Thanksgiving dinner I cooked. The boy was slaving for like a good like 12 hours. But this year I decided to like, let family members fuck with that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so I hung out with mostly family. I spent a lot of time with my daughter, of course. You know, doing this podcast takes a good chunk of our ch- chunk of our time, uh, especially, you know, during the actual episodes, because, you know, going through editing, make sure everything's good. Uh, trying to do uh, promos and all that. So I, you know, it's my road dog. It's my heart. So I spent most of the time with her. Um, I hit the, the grand 30 uh, last month mm-hmm. on December 18th. does, so. does your back hurt? it does a little bit mm-hmm. to be honest with you Been gay nah but I, I mean i use some little tiger balm on my back because my back does start to hurt but that's from you know other things um so i it was a t- to me my birthday was a typical normal day i actually just went to work you know nothing super special not like how we celebrating your birthday yeah uh, you so AB. but uh yeah i spent that time ironically Uh, As much as we were talking shit about you catching COVID, I ended up catching COVID literally like two days before 2021 came to an end. Got you too, huh? It sure did, man. I I came out of the blue. I didn't have really any symptoms at all. Um, So that was kind of crazy. So your boy ended up getting the vaccine. uh, Mm -hmm. Just got my second dosage. Actually, today. Because, of course, I had to have it for this Chicago trip because we wouldn't be able to do shit without it. If Um, a third
1: arm or third leg grows out of them, you know, I'll let y'all know. I'll I'll record it. I'm about to
0: become, what's his name for Mortal Kombat? They're just about... (laughs) But, uh, yeah, 2021, um, I cherished it a lot. You know, it was a great lesson. Good things that, you know, as much as we talk shit about this hiatus that we we went on... uh, it's kind of a blessing for us to take these breaks. I mean, of course it doesn't, sometimes doesn't help the channel or the the podcast because it's like, you know, sometimes people forget about you, you go three months without, you know, posting anything. But, you know, it kind of gives us to, you know, scrap, take everything off the board, you know, okay, what worked for us, what didn't work for us, what can we do to better our channel, better our views, stuff like that. So. I cherish that you know uh, the most and then of course 2022 it was a true blessing as well you know uh, I personally got a new job so I'm moving up small steps in the uh, pay raise pay grade Um, doing something totally different than what I'm normal to do but I'm super thrilled about it. and then, you know, 2022 is the year of trips. This was the first one. There's several other trips we got planned uh, for my family as well as for both of us. Uh, of course, for since I didn't do anything for my 30th birthday, we got something planned to go to Europe for this summer. So um, whether we're shooting episodes or not, you guys are going to see us, of course, in Europe. Um, football season, did it go up? We of course covered most of the football season uh, besides the last like month and a half. Uh, we had our own predictions. We'll post up the little tab so you guys can view our pre-season predictions, um, but did it go as well as you planned for
1: it? Uh, I feel like for the most part, yes and no. I mean, I, I had a high expectations for Ben Obviously, as a Steelers fan and, you know, him retiring, Mm. but uh, he did not break the top 10, so Mm. I lost our bet, so I'll be wearing a Baker Mayfield jersey on one of the episodes. Trash. It's real. You know, um, the possible free agent, Baker Mayfield, put Mm. that out there, or gonna get traded, whatever. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Matthew Stafford was a surprise. You know, we had I, an episode where we were like specifically talking about him. You know? I tried to tell
0: you, like, he's I was been like, I didn't believe him well. as a
1: Super Bowl quarterback, and he, he might, might be in the it, Super man. Bowl. You know what I mean? So we'll see about that. um, Tom Brady getting knocked out. You know, your boy the goat. You know, I get no more manager. hugs this
0: year. No more hugs, <laughs> and maybe no
1: more Brady at all. Who knows? No,
0: I might have to buy just a. For his uh, retirement Hall of Fame speech, I might have to drop you know, a uh, hundred and thirty bucks on a, a pair of Uggs.
1: Yeah, little little present going away present. For
0: yeah, me, man. Try to guilt trip him into signing. I'm like Brady, you know, I've been rocking with you for so many years, man. Just sign these for me.
1: But um, and then we had Mahomes. Looks like he might be back in the Super Bowl if he can uh, beat. The Bengals this weekend.
0: They were struggling for a good hot minute. My prediction was pretty good, pretty spot on for a hot minute. And then they, I don't know what happened. They turned this shit on like a light switch, and they, then it...
1: they just clicked. I think Mahomes has such good numbers every year. You know, throwing for five thousand yards, getting fifty touchdowns in the season. When he had started having like a somewhat average year, you know, everyone was like. Uh, he's washed, he wasn't that good, blah, 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 but then he turned it back on, and the team is kind of clicked now, and they're playing really good, so we'll see about that, we've got a lot more playoff bat, uh, football left, um, let's see, so
0: out of the four teams, who do you think are rocking it to the Super Bowl? <sighs> that's tough, that's tough. You want me to go first, I'll go first.
1: No, I'll go first, I'll go first. Right. That's you were complaining last season how you always went first. Go first.
0: I was willing to go first because mine's was right. super easy and I can go ahead. I must
1: say Kansas City wins against the Bengals. Um, I just think Kansas City, is they've been here before, they've done that before. They've been to the Super Bowl twice now. So I just feel like the experience outweighs the, the young guns. And then for the uh, NFC, I think Matthew Stafford does it and goes to the Super Bowl.
0: So, who wins? Who do you got winning the Super Bowl this year out of the four or out of the two? I think
1: Kansas City is the best. Well, the Rams are the best team left overall on paper. I mean, their defense with Von Miller and Aaron Donald is, is ridiculous. But at the same time, you saw in the NFC Divisionals, they didn't uh, play that well. You know, they let Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I mean, almost come the back. Belt, but at the same time, it was just a lot of bad plays, you know what I mean? Like a lot of fumbling in the football, a lot of stuff like that. So you could tell that if they, I mean, if they go to the Super Bowl and have like a Tampa Bay-esque game where they just shut Mahomes down again for the second year in a row, okay, but I just don't see that happening again. You know, they took a lick last year, and I feel like they'll be able to – um, get there and be able to you know rectify that. So I, I'm gonna go Kansas City wins it this year. Mahomes gets his second Super Bowl. Yeah, it's my pick. It's my pick.
0: All right, so I'm totally different. I I have of course Kansas City winning. The um, no only reason why is because even though Joe Burrow is going to be a motherfucking problem in this league. Um, he is nice. He's super nice, and I like everyone thought he was gonna be good, but no one thought he was gonna be this good. And be no reason why, is because getting sacked so many times. I mean, he tied an NFL record for most sacks, and he still won the game. It is nasty. Now, what I will say about this divisional or this conference game is is. When he was going against a questionable Tannehill, he's not going to have a questionable Tannehill in this game. He's going against arguably the the up and coming greatest quarterback of all time. Um, I mean, you still got the Roger out there. The goat's still the goat, regardless of what Mahomes does from here on out. But he's. The best quarterback in this league currently. Um, and he's not going to make the mistakes that Tannehill made. And I think that's what it comes down to. Now, if for some reason... You mean Josh Allen? No, I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to make the same mistakes that Tannehill made when he went... When Joe Burrow was going against uh, Tennessee. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. So, what you
1: meant when... Uh, Kansas City was going against Buffalo.
0: No, no. So, And I think that's what it comes down to. I don't think that Joe Burrell is going to be able to get the same opportunities that he got last game to win this game. Now, I could be wrong. There could be some mistakes on – because Kansas City offense is not as a well-oiled machine as everyone likes to think that it is, even though they have Kelsey and they still have Tyreek Hill. Um, it still starts off slow. There's been a lot of games this year where they Patrick Mahomes tries to be Superman and defense has his kryptonite. Um, so um, I think that that's really what it comes down to. Now for the NFC, as much as great as Matthew Stafford has played, there are questionable calls for him. Especially uh, having Tom Brady come back, even though Tom Brady's the GOAT. Um, some of the plays that Gave Tampa Bay the opportunity to stay in the game. Those were Out of his control. I mean there was two fumbles and uh, Some other punts and stuff that you know, you just couldn't there's nothing he could do about it. However, I just think that uh, 49ers run game is something serious and if they can Have Jimmy G play as close as perfect as he could, then they're gonna win that game because they can get to the quarterback which is four players and they, they demolished Aaron Rodgers last week. They uh, besides that one opening drive, he was he was a ghost. And as as for us to think that Aaron Rodgers was a really like top three quarterback of all time and he'd have the probably worst playoff game. I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers have. So if all four of the D-line can stay healthy and they can play and they get Fred uh, Warner back, I really think that the Niners are gonna miraculously be one of the only teams that I can really count that has beaten one one opponent three times in one year. Um, And then for the Super Bowl, uh, I have, I wouldn't say my team, because it's not my team. I don't have an NFL team. Uh, but I will say that NFL will get an upset that they are not going to see coming, and that's going to be the 49ers upsetting Patrick Mahomes. Wow. And I think because, once again, with that front four, uh, they can get to Patrick Mahomes without having to send other players. And if they can get – Tampa Bay already gave everyone the winning formula to beating Patrick Mahomes. So if you can keep only four players from rushing him, obtaining him, make sure he doesn't get out the pocket, putting his face in the grass, then he's going to not be able to make the plays that we're all accustomed to him making. And if that's the case, and Kansas City defense doesn't really have a a real good rushing defense, I mean... uh, Tyron Matthews might not even play this game. Who knows if he plays the next game Next game, if they make it that far. Um, and so, Debo Samuels is a monster. And that team is going to be like the New York Giants when they, were, when they were like the sixth seed and they ran through everybody and they got hot. And I just feel like this 49er team just got hot at the right time.
1: I mean, I feel like I don't feel like what your prediction is, like, crazy off the wall because the 49ers are a run-heavy team. I mean, really, they get the lead. They can really run down the clock and stuff. And they have gotten hot. But, I mean, I just say, like, applying pressure on a quarterback is uh, the formula for any good throwing quarterback. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, all of them. You know, you apply pressure, they won't play as great, so. Um, hopefully I feel like Kansas City gotta have a scheme to uh to counteract that, if if they even make it to the Super Bowl. Um
0: Yeah, but their offensive line is still questionable. It's true. They don't have a that. running game. But if,
1: if um Mahomes can hit some deep threats, hit some deep balls, then you know, you gotta play more conservative. You can't apply that pressure on him as much as you can, as you could if he, you know, he can't make those deep throws. So I, I just feel like at the end of the day, if Kansas City makes it back, they're not playing a team that is as good as Tampa Bay, for sure. I mean, and then on the offensive end, Tampa Bay, or excuse me, uh, the 49ers, you know, run the ball more than anything. If they can force, they can stop the run and force the ball into Garoppolo's hands, They they can
0: win. But that's not the point. Is can they get the ball out of Debo Samuel? I think they can. I think they can. Because Debo Samuels is the real true. I, I I think they can.
1: I mean, if as anything you can do, you have to do one thing. I mean, Bill Belichick showed us that like if you could take away one thing from a team, you could win the game. I mean, that's all the Patriots ever did. They would just take away the biggest threat. You could take away the biggest threat. You could take away the one game. I think they can. So. Um, I have faith in, in Patrick Mahomes. He let me down last year. It wasn't really his fault, but I feel like they can win it this year. They are clearly at least the second best team left. I think the Rams overall are the best team left, but offense and defensive wise.
0: I just personally think that the Rams took last week's win as their Super Bowl, and they got. Like, I don't like a team that's, like, comes up... Like, yes, it was a big win because, of course, you know, you're going against the greatest quarterback of all time. And he almost pulled it off. It wasn't for fucking his defense, fucking it up. And I was super hurt about that because, you know, it's Tom Brady. Like, yeah. I, I I ride with Tom Brady to the day. I'd probably be up super upset when he officially retires. But um, I just feel like they just, like... You could kind of see like they 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 got a little arrogant after like they were all too much dancing in the in the locker room like a little too much to the point where they're just like, oh we got it from here now we 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 just beat Tom Brady so of course it's a cakewalk now and that's not the type of mentality that you have to have. I per, I prefer this. What I saw from San Francisco is what I fucking I like in a playoff team. And they were like, fuck Green Bay, fuck them. We don't like, we're the shit. Let's go on to the next fucking challenge. And that's how they approached it. I mean, from the coach all the way down to the fucking kicker who, I mean, ice in his veins kicked the game-winning kick. So that's just my personal opinion in the F- Super Bowl. Of course, we'll have another episode uh, before the Super Bowl. So we'll get to talk about, you know, our final predictions, where we right, where we wrong? Who do you guys have for the Super Bowl uh contenders? Who do you think is gonna be the final two that stand and the overall winner? Let us know on Instagram, leave comments, share, like, all that. But we're gonna move into our next topic, and of course that is going to be the NBA season. That Excellent. is something that uh very interesting. This year. Very, very interesting. Took a turn, not the way that we planned on it. I mean, I'll the, let you go first. I mean,
1: it, did, it, it took a turn for me. It just hasn't turned anywhere for you. I mean, the Kings are fucking awful, as always.
0: I can't argue with that okay. right now. But we're but, not I mean, talking about me right now. We're talking about.
1: <laughs> but yes, yeah, so um, prediction wise, I am very disappointed in the Lakers. But I will say that I am not surprised. Only reason why I say this is because. If you guys can go back to our episodes where we talked about the Lakers in Russell Westbrook, I already said doesn't work, won't fit. I've been watching the NBA for a very long time. I'm a hardcore NBA fan. If you guys notice when we do the NBA segments, I can get really into depth on NBA more than NFL. He's the NFL guy more than me. I know the personnel and people pretty well in the NBA. I, I watch all the teams. I watch NBA League Pass, stuff like that. So... I already knew Russell Westbrook wasn't going to work. I already wasn't a fan of Russell Westbrook just by himself. I felt like the triple doubles were overrated thing that he did, and he was a very inefficient player. When you get a team, and they talk about this, I mean, you can see this on ESPN Sports Center and First Take and Undisputed. They all say the same thing, and it's all the things I've been saying for years, and we just started the podcast, but. I've been saying this for years, anyone that knows me, Russbrook's just inefficient. He takes a shit ton of shots. They're not good shots a lot of times. He loses the ball, turnovers. I mean, and now he's playing with a team where this stuff really matters. The small things, the intangibles matter. Running your plays correctly matter. Running fast uh, fast breaks matter. You know, Russell Russbrook just... Out there, it almost seems like he can't play. Like he doesn't know how to play the game of basketball, which is crazy because this man is an MVP and averages triple doubles for what four straight, three straight years, four straight years, something like that. So to see him with LeBron and AD just at five hundred barely has been crazy. Um, the West has been surprising. Warriors have been very surprising. They turned it around quick. Um, Curry was Curry had a crazy Nasty. December, November. Uh, he was just breaking every record. Broke the three point record. Now he's the leader of threes. Klay Thompson came back. Um, James Wiseman's coming back or is back. Um, it just the Warriors are a deep team, man. Um, they just were hurt for the past couple of years, so they fell off. But now that they're all healthy and ready to go, they're back to what they were a couple years ago. So that's not necessarily a surprise. The Suns still very good. Uh, I don't think anyone really fears the Suns as like a deep, deep threat. They're one
0: trade away from being a like a oh shit team. I feel like.
1: Yeah, if they had one more player, that a
0: defensive stopper, they would be really straight. They need someone
1: that's going. to They need someone stop that can them. just lock yeah, someone so. up and that's it. Um, Like a a young Kawhi. Um, Clippers, speaking of Kawhi, Clippers, I said Kawhi wasn't going to play a game this year. I said there's a high possibility he wasn't going to play a game this year, and I was
0: correct. You know what's crazy about Kawhi, though, is that everyone, like, two years ago, or going into last season, was like, Fuck LeBron, LeBron's fell off. It's all about, it's Kawhi's time, especially Skip Bayless. It's Kawhi's time now. Like he's the top player in the league. And he's proven every wrong, everyone wrong that thought that because it's like, my man's not even playing games. Like where, he? oh, he has, he's the closest team to Jordan that we have in the league. It's like, no, he's not, man. Like he did like, yes, he has a mid-range game that's unfucking fucking stoppable However,
1: I think DeMar DeRozan has a better mid range than
0: Kawhi. But at the same time, it's like he's not. He was also an MVP candidate, by the way. He's not fucking Jordan or anything close. LeBron is still better than him. LeBron will always be better than him. The only reason why he outshined him in that one finals with the Spurs is because it was a fucking against the Spurs, and they still had two fucking Hall of – or three Hall of Famers in – Duncan, Ginobili, and Tony Parker. Like, he was just a young fucking asset that all he had to do was stop LeBron. And he really didn't stop LeBron. He might have slowed him down just a little bit. But I get fucking sick and tired. Like It's like all these people are just like, oh, this is the next best player. Oh, this is the top player in the league. And they're all wrong.
1: I mean, oh. if, if anyone was going to surpass LeBron as the best player in the NBA, I feel like be honest. Um, I feel like he does not get the respect he deserves.
0: That man did a one eighty.
1: I mean, this year he hasn't. He still has having his numbers are still great this year. No, what
0: I mean like a one eighty is that he he went from someone that was like I don't want this man in the fucking fourth quarter to this motherfucker's making almost every free throw now. Yeah, he's making fucking oh he doesn't have a jump shot. This motherfucker's making mid range jump shots. Like he has became. Mr. Unstoppable, like there's nothing you can do to stop this man. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah,
1: um, I feel like if, yeah, if anyone was gonna be surpassed, LeBron as the second best, as the best player. I feel like it'd be honest. Um, obviously, Kevin Durant's in there too. Um, that's my.
0: That would be my pick. In but here. at the
1: same time, it's like we talked about the Kyrie stuff earlier, and I told you I was like, man, that's gonna. Kyrie being not be able to play all the games this is going to hurt them. Because there, if you have, besides Kevin Durant, who mostly has relatively been healthy most of his career, they have an injury prone core. Harden's in and out of the lineup.
0: We know. He's been the only one consistent, though. He's only
1: the only one consistent. But then when the rule changed to happen, and I know he's saying it's Brooklyn specifically that's the reason why he's not. Their refs there or on some weird shit, but whatever. But um, you know he's not the same. But he's in and out of the lineup. Kyrie is is an injury prone player who's in and out of the lineup just naturally, and then can't play on top of that in New York whatsoever, or in Golden State, or in any California games. I mean that that's hard. You take away forty one games plus all those teams that have the COVID vaccine. Uh, Mandate, so I mean that that's really hurt the Nets. But a big surprise is Cleveland. If you want to talk, we're talking about Chicago, the we were talking about Chicago. Chicago. I I thought Chicago was going to be good from the get go. I felt like Demar Derozan, Zach
0: Levine, and what Juan about Memphis? Memphis? Memphis has Memphis been a surprise to
1: be too. Uh, John Morant, man, he's every year he's just gotten
0: much more. What's better. crazy is Denver. Denver like took a turn. They're just injured.
1: Jokic is just having a great year. I mean, he's in. I feel like he's the second best in MVP voting, maybe behind. I feel like yeah, being th- it's
0: a 3 to weight toss-up. I would say it's Embiid, it's uh, Jokic, and it's uh, Curry because you still got to give Curry his respect. Like, yeah,
1: it. he fell off a little bit, but yeah, I would still put
0: Curry. But you, know, you also got to take in consideration that. He was doing all this without clay and now that clay's starting to get back into the uh concept he's trying to get him he's trying to feed him to get him back to caught up to speed so they can win the championship i also also
1: feel like the team had a sense of urgency in the beginning because they knew curry was gonna probably break the record this year ever since he kind of broke the record he kind of fell off and i feel like not necessarily he specifically but the team just is playing differently now that. He broke that record and now, you know, trying to pile up the threes with, I mean, he was shooting like 13 threes a night for a second there, but it's kind of tapered. Down. But uh, so, yeah, he's kind of tapered down. So it just comes to show you like, you know, what a team, what your team build really matters because it doesn't matter how many superstars you have or how many good players you have. Look at Portland. Absolutely trash to share. I don't know
0: what's going on. Well, they got it. I mean, they Damian got out hurt. The, McCollum But was even
1: hurt. before that, they started the year out just terrible. You know what I mean? they have a roster. Um, so, tour it, teams matter. But I feel like the biggest surprise
0: in the NBA season by far is Cleveland. I that, would say that it's just crazy to see like how, how stacked. Uh, the West was just last year. Like, it was super fucking hard to get wins. Like, because you had Denver fucking high rise and you still you had Portland doing what Portland does. Golden State was still in the mix. Lakers were still top 14 for Clippers. most of that layer. Clippers was the Jazz. Clippers. Jazz was the top team, especially uh, defensively. Yeah, I mean, you had at least like 10 teams that were like just like couldn't like it was just so hard to win and this year as horrible as my team is right now and I have, literally have no answer I have no resolution I really don't can't even make any excuses for them they're still in the hunt to make even the, the they're like a few games to make yeah. in the play in to still make the That's play That's why out. I don't understand It's just crazy as fuck I mean there are some teams I mean like okay you have the Rosen that went from us uh, San San Antonio to Chicago now so you you know you have a few players that went to the east and now the east is starting to become a little bit stronger than what we're used to especially I mean the Knicks they've been having horrible games here and there but they're still a steady team Boston Toronto's still somewhat decent Uh, Miami's looking like a, a playoff contender. Uh, You still got Cleveland, which is a total surprise. You have Giannis still doing what Giannis does. You have the Sixers still doing, you know, high-worthy games. And you still have Boston, even though they sometimes have some weird games. But, you know, so it's like the playing field kind of balanced out this year. And it's kind of crazy because it's just like teams that you expect to be good aren't good. Teams that you expect to be bad have been pretty good, and then it's just like your elite teams are struggling, and they're struggling to a point where it's really raising eyebrows like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, Kyrie, you know, I don't want to play. Okay, now nah, I'm going to play. I need to stop being selfish, but I'm only going to play away games and not playing home games, unless it's in California. Really fucked the Brooklyn Nets up, and I think that's a major reason why Harden mm-hmm. wants to leave. Then KD of course got hurt, so your second, second to third best player in the league getting hurt that doesn't help you out at all. Um, especially when your conference is now starting to get actual real contenders. Um, yeah, for sure. So it's a real crazy season. I, it's
1: gonna be tight.
0: Like towards the end, I feel like it's gonna be real tight, especially in the play-in.
1: Um, sometimes I wish the play-in wasn't just one game. Like each, maybe they do like a. Uh, older series like you know back in the 90s you know the first rounds were first to five or for in the WNBA they still have that format I felt like that might be a little bit more conducive in the play and so you could really see who the best team is out of those teams who you're trying to say this team because you're saying that your 10th seed and your 9th seed can take the place of your 8th and 7th seed
0: I think you would have to do a 3 do a 3 game series yeah, so, see who of could best the three for those. And then, like, the first, like, then you would go back to the retro rows like, five, five, and then seven for the Western Conference or whatever conference. I mean, they can, can
1: lead the regular playoffs the same. I just feel like the playing should be more than one game. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, because there's a lot of injuries, whatever, you know. Basketball's a real iffy sport. Like, it takes a lot for, like, the better team generally wins, but... At the same time with injuries and calls and stuff like that close games tight games you know i mean if you give a team more than one or two times to play each other generally the best team always wins when you give it's why enough people like nfl so much or it's so hard to win because it's all or nothing right but as soon as someone makes that one mistake and gets eliminated you know they're homed in on that person or that mistake
0: i will say for this NFL seat, or what they need to do more going further Especially for the playoffs, overtime—it's changed that overtime. I feel like, I, I, though it makes sense, and I and uh, Keenan Allen from the San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers said it the best, and he said, "Defense wins championships." So there's no excuse for why, if you're you should have a defense to stop an offense. Yeah. I just feel like. And the only reason why I mean, only it was just one game, and that was the Kansas City Chiefs but and that's Buffalo just Bills,
1: because everybody wanted to
0: see it, and you wanted to see if uh, what's his name could deliver, Josh, Josh know. Allen, yeah. But
1: I, I feel like I agree that I don't, I don't feel the rules need change. Once they change that the field goal you can't win off the field goal the first time, I think that's fine. You got to play defense. Just because it's overtime doesn't mean you can't play defense. Like, I don't know why people kind of are doing that. I think that was just one situation where everybody wanted to see them keep going back and forth. And the college rules right there would have gave us an entertaining game. Like, oh, you get to score and I get to score.
0: I mean, it was automatically an all-time great game. But I feel like, it. yes, it would have gave you, like, that – lsu i think alabama game uh the year joe burrow won the Nash, the natty that year where it was just like blow for blow like literally i scored okay i then i'll come back and score on you and then it's just like where it's like eight overtimes uh-huh. and i think that's just for but it's such a good game like that you didn't want it to end the way that it but did. it's also
1: pro sports like we're, yeah. we're professionals at that point like Giving someone a chance to score. I'm not
0: arguing. I'm just yeah. saying that's okay. that's what we wanted okay. at that. At I just for that particular game. Any I other agree. game, I could care less. Yeah. Like I agree. I agree. New Orleans Saints and Los Angeles Rams a couple of years ago. Like you lost. Just like fucking get over it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. But on back on the initial side of the NBA, it's going to be tight, very tight. Um, and they just announced the. Uh, NBA All Star Captains, you uh, LeBron and KD as Cleveland. Yeah, and in, in Cleveland, Ohio, interesting location, but they just bid every year for that. So, but uh, that that'll be interesting. I'm actually looking forward to the All Star game this year. I uh, wasn't, didn't really care last year. Didn't think there should have been one
0: last year because of the pandemic. I still don't care. It's just a popularity contest. Yeah, it's true. when Lamelo Ball is not even on the ballot anymore, that's when they got me up because that man was that man is hooping yeah Miles, nice
1: the ball brothers all three of them are nice big no. Baller brand yeah y'all already you know big Baller brand no but uh Lonzo's
0: still a bum it's the rosen that's making the chicago bears good. right you
1: are cool. so asleep on lonzo man
0: he, we go to the game on sunday and figure it out can, man like, i'm
1: gonna be in there like lonzo god right. they're going
0: he'll, he'll be man. trash oh all right well they'll be good but he'll be trash i it. But, uh, yeah,
1: so the NBA season has been interesting. The NFL season has been oh. interesting. So it's been an interesting hiatus for sports for sure. But uh, I, I feel like we're, we're going to get like, the next couple with the NFL. be interesting. You know, see the Super Bowl and the last couple of playoffs and the NBA. As it cruises towards the end, we'll be back talking about that. But
0: quick question off topic. This is an awaiting plan. Well, how do you feel about Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds? Being um, vacated from Hall of Fame. Um,
1: actually, I was just seeing an article about this the other day. Um, I, obviously, I don't think it's right. Barry Bonds is probably the greatest baseball player of all time. I, mean, I, I concur. He's uh, of the greatest team of all time. I mean, his accolades are out of this world. I mean, how many triple crowns? He has a triple crown, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, it's like... Like, like, eight, eight nine golden gloves, gloves and yeah, shit Yeah, it was, like, home run, ten home run kings. Like, I mean, the man's a couple MVPs. Uh, he should have been. But if you're going to penalize steroid use, I'm assuming that was the the reason why. It has to be. I mean, like, the thing about pro sports and Hall of Fame and stuff is, like, they take a lot of things in the off-field into consideration, And uh, some people agree with that. Some people don't. Um, I feel like some of it should be taken into consideration. Very little. Maybe like their leadership off the field. You know, but if you're putting someone in a Hall of Fame based on their stats and their greatness, well, then you just fucked up. You just let the greatest player in baseball history, or one of them, depending on who you think is the greatest player, not get into the Hall of Fame because you think he did steroids
0: so for me i'm personally hurt because i was i was a huge barry bonds fan that's why i became a san francisco cisco giants fan um but more importantly i think this is the perfect reason why uh baseball has really taken a fall i mean i know there's going to be a lot of people out there like what are you talking about baseball is america's pastime and this this and stats but it's just like no one no one like when you got people like Kyle Murray and all these fantastic players that play in the NFL, like, have opportunities to go play in the MLB and make me- more money in MLB than they could MLB. ever make in the NFL and say, fuck MLB, I'm going to go play NFL. That says a lot. And I just feel like, personally, this is a type of bullshit that, reason why. It's the reason why, like, a lot of African Americans don't play baseball, like, how it was back you know in the early 50s 60s 70s 80s and stuff like that and it's just like you just ruined like that man's a part of history regardless of how you feel about it and there's been some talks about how the old bitter old like crusty old uh uh analysts and stuff like that were the ones that originally uh kicked them off the ballots or wasn't voting for them now all of a sudden they got these new younger uh, voters, but it's like you've been in, you've been ingraining something in these people's heads for so long that it's like, of course they're gonna if like if I'm a young analyst and I go near this big time uh, fucking Wazowski whatever type fucking uh, Scheffner type analyst and I'm coming to you for you're like a role model to me or whatever. I'm going to take your input and if you're like Barry Bonds, don't fucking like if I'm if I'm learning from you to become one of his greatest analysts or become a good analyst and you're anytime Barry Bonds comes or Roger Clemens come into the mix and you're just shitting on him because you don't like him because he didn't like the media or because he possibly took steroids or he's taking steroids, but he won't fucking admit it type bullshit. It's just like you embedded that into my brain. And so people that sit here and say that these new voters are the ones that finally, you know, t- gave him the final no. It's like, so? Like, what, you thought because they were new voters that it was going to change? No, because it's a fucking copycat lead. Especially when an- when it comes to analyzing. It's like most of these people just learn from fucking people and then pass it on. So,
1: I agree with you. I think the biggest thing to me is like, I'm sure Barry Bonds isn't the only Hall of Fame no, they player said, that doing steroids, even if you think he was or wasn't. They like,
0: said David Ortiz was too, but because it was before they started testing for it, then it that's when they were like, oh, well, we got to stop. Or that that's when he stopped. David Ortiz stopped once it became like, oh, no, you can't take steroids or PEDs and stuff yeah. like that.
1: So I just feel like you're penalizing him for things that a lot of people do in the baseball at that point in time, in that time frame. I'm sure there's a lot of Hall of Famers in there that are like, yeah, I used to do steroids. Like, fuck it. So, I mean, that that's crazy. That's like not letting LeBron in because you think he was on performance enhancing drugs like in the last five years of his career.
0: I don't even think it's just that. Me, personally, I just feel like it was something that everyone was doing. And like it was being promoted because it was without Barry Bonds, baseball, no, like it, like especially early 2000s, 19 in the 90s, nobody was really like, no one, like, okay, yeah, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, those motherfuckers took steroids. So if you didn't have Mark McGuire, you didn't have Sammy Sosa, and you damn sure didn't have Barry Bonds, who really was really watching baseball at that time? Because the NFL was all time like NFL hits and shit like that. Everybody was watching the NFL is. I'm sorry, you'd like ba- basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, whatever. In America, it's football and everything else. And so, during those times, motherfuckers that would normally be watching games of uh, football are watching Barry Bonds just fucking crack it because, you know, he's only gonna get like six pitches a night and most of them are gonna be walks. And then those one or two, boom, it's going past the fucking stands. Like,. He, he helped, in, they, those people made MLB millions of dollars and for them to just sit there and shit on them and say, yeah, you guys aren't getting into the mecca of the sport is just shitty.
1: Yeah, he revolutionized baseball for sure and he deserves to get in. Maybe they'll come back and do a precedent and say, even though this was his last chance, he was. He yeah. back in. Yeah, I know. I'm saying maybe they'll go back and amend that and let him in in the future. Who knows? The world does seem to be more progressive than it used to be. So maybe baseball will look at that and be like, yeah, we fucked up and annulled their mistake. But we'll see. I mean, it's hard to say. I, he deserves to be in for sure. But.
0: So we're going to go to our last topic, and that is 2022 you know it's a new year um what you expect out of 2022 uh, your goals your admirations all that so what you got for 2022
1: well i think the biggest thing for me in 2022 is definitely going to be uh expanding the podcast leadership you know and just making it the best thing that we can possibly make it and uh i just want to be more supportive to the people that are around me um I feel like one thing like we just are starting to lose and I've talked about this before but also I won't go on a soapbox, but we just start to lose touch with people around us. Uh, We get a lot of caught up in social media, we get caught up in likes and views and stuff like that. We don't really take the time to check on the people that are around us and to really are our support system or our family or our friends, you know, so I really want to focus on that this year. And, you know, just being there for the people who, you know, have been there for me in return. Uh, but, you know, I, I just want to build on what I worked on on twenty twenty one. So, and keep my house together. You know. But other than that, I think that's all I got for twenty twenty two.
0: But we'll see. So, so for me, you? you know, since I took that dark turn and hit the thirty, <laughs> um, my shit is to learn as much shit as I can for twenty twenty two. And like, so of course we're going to Europe. I want to learn French. I want to learn like different languages. Um, I want to read more books as crazy as that sounds, especially in today's era. Um, I want to learn shit to better myself as a human being. Uh, Cause I feel like nowadays it's like, it's like, oh, you got social media, you got a phone. You don't really need to learn this shit. Or, you know, you could just Google this. Well, but I feel like being more intellectual in today's era, it goes a long way. And I'm not saying that I'm a dumb person at all, because I'm definitely not, but just to broaden my horizons and my knowledge that I already obtained to become a more aware person in, in different aspects, like stocks. I know you do stocks, I, haven't, I don't do stocks. Mm-hmm. I grew up poor, so growing <laughs> up poor, uh, we never knew fucking anything about stocks. So I want to kind of get in, understand stocks more to, not just be able to do stocks, but to understand when other people are talking to me about stocks, I understand their their uh, literacy and what they're actually meaning, other than just sitting there smiling, like, yeah, man, yeah, I know what you're talking about and not knowing what the fuck you're talking about, because, of course, we all do that. Um, but like, of course, learning new languages, reading more books on different topics, uh, random stuff, or, you know, just, Shit that we don't fucking pay attention to. Like, of course, eating health more healthier and stuff like that. I'm not going vegan. I'm not going vegetarian. So if that's what people would think about me, it's not happening. But I just want to learn as much. I, well, I guess when you get older, that's when you, you know, start to be like, Hey, okay, I'm the one having to pass down knowledge and stuff. So I want to be more knowledgeable for my daughter and future kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, traveling. 2020, 2021 have been fucking horrible times for us to travel. Um, and to be honest, I know with COVID and a lot of people might not agree with me, but this is the year I'm just saying, fuck it. I don't care uh, about the threats of COVID. Um, I'm gonna respect them. I'm gonna wear my mask. Of course, I got the vaccines. Um, I'm questionable on the boosters. That's just me personally, um, but I'm gonna travel. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm tired of being caved in. I got this big ass fucking city that I live in and I only go to certain parts of that city. So I'm going to expand my experiences in Houston and wherever I go, Europe, back home, Cali, whatever I do decide to do, I'm going to travel more. So that's a big aspect. Um, and then, of course, the podcast always so it's a, a priority for me, uh, not just because, you know, we want to make money off of it. We want to live large, but it's something that entertains us. It's something that we're mm-hmm. interested in. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about people just doing shit just to do it or because they have to do it out of necessity. And I want to fucking start doing more shit that, you know, I want to do. And this is something that I want to do. And I'm really passionate about it we really have grown so much these last 29 episodes that it's just been so unreal. And to go from, you know, it just being a thought to, you know, us writing it down to the first episodes, to the first season, which by far I can honestly say were horrible, (laughs) Um, but we, you know, we took that leap and now, you know, it's, second season we took a bigger leap we found other holes that we had to uh patch up and you know try to you know keep it a go and now it's just like trying to take off and sustain views and keep followers and people actually interested into the show and shit like that and then it's just becoming an overall better person I think just like being isolated for so long and then now like everything such well texas wasn't kind of really isolated but for some fact like you weren't always aware or with a whole bunch of people and now you're with a whole bunch of people every day it's kind of just, like everyone's always annoyed and stuff like that so i just want to appreciate what we have and what we what we can to lose and then of course upgrading my house to hopefully make me more money. But those are my 2022. Also get back into the gym as frequent and regularly as possible. But those are my twenty twenty two goals. Um all good stuff. All good stuff. They're probably not all gonna happen, but we we'll, we're gonna keep don't swinging say until that. we struggle.
1: They're all gonna happen.
0: Your goals
1: are are as achievable as you make them. True. Like, true. So you know, if you if you say they're gonna happen, they're gonna happen. I totally a firm believer in that. But that is the first episode of season three. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Season three, live Sorry. in Chicago.
0: That's crazy. I know usually we're like trying to make sure the internet's right. So no one's like partially halfway on the screen or freezes. So it's kind of crazy that we finally got to, you know, link up for an actual episode.
1: So uh, we hope you guys really enjoyed this. Um, For those who have been watching us since the beginning, we, and I say this, I truly mean this. We really appreciate you guys. Um, For real, for real. We really do. Um, And for those who have just started watching us, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us. We know people, you know, time your time is precious. So we hope that you got something out of this. And you enjoy our little banter back and forth. But we will be back, as always, for more episodes. Every Saturday. Every Saturday until season three ends. And we go back on hiatus. And we live life. And then we come back for season four. Which will be better than season three. We promise you that.
0: And then season five will be better than season four. And yeah. season six will be better than season five. And so on and so on. Until we're on TV. On XM Radio. Or
1: whole or decrepit and don't want to do it.
0: Anymore. We still got a decent amount of fans. Just wanted to hear us talk and be on bullshit. Correct. But that's it for us.
1: We hope you guys had a great holiday. Hope you guys had a Having a great year. We hope you guys have a great year. And like we say always, we appreciate
0: you tuning in. Positive mindsets make positive outcomes. Deuces. Peace out, y'all. See y'all next week. Bye.